Hi, this is Netta. Did you grow up watching Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood? Oh, I love that show. That and Sesame Street were like the only kids shows that came on every single day when I was growing up. And some of you are going, wowzes. <laughs> You're old. Um, yeah, actually, I mean, if you think about how Mr. Rogers came in and he would always like take off his suit jacket and put on a sweater and take off his dress shoes and put on those like canvas tennis shoes. I had a blue pair of those when I was a little girl. Oh my gosh, they're so cute. And I don't know what color tennis shoes Mr. Rogers had because I had a black and white TV. <laughs> but um, we didn't have black and white because color wasn't invented. It's just because we had a black and white TV and my parents were like, well, it works fine. So why replace it? Right? So um I had no idea what color his tennis shoes or his sweaters were, but that's beside the point. People talk about Mr. Rogers a lot, especially when we have a tragedy happen. And his quote is quite familiar to all of us probably about when there's a difficult situation, look for the helpers, look for the people that are helping others because they're always there. That was something his mother had taught him as a child and he's passed on to a lot of generations. Well, I kind of keep that same concept in mind when I'm reading the Bible, except totally almost the opposite. <laughs> You're like, hey, nice analogy, Netta. Okay, well, just listen. It, hopefully it will make sense to you. When I read the Bible every morning, I look for not the helper so much as the action. So not the helping verbs, but the action verbs. Um, so now it just went from kids show to grammar. And I'm sorry if I lost you right there, but I look for action. And I don't mean like so-and-so, you know, was left-handed and he stabbed his dagger into the fat king and it got swallowed up in the fat, which is a true story, by the way, in the book of Judges. That book is filled with crazy, hilarious, awesome, wild stories. No, I'm talking about action verbs, and I look at it from two ways. When I read something in the Bible, I very often ask, what action is God taking here? What is this saying about him that he will do? And for instance, let me give you an example from um, the longest psalm in the Bible, which is Psalm 119. Um, and I'm going to just read a few verses, like around seven, eight, nine, somewhere in there. The instructions of the Lord are perfect, reviving the soul. The decrees of the Lord are trustworthy, and they make wise the simple. Okay, so back it up. The instructions of the Lord are perfect, reviving the soul. So right away I can go, okay, instructions, that's God's word. God's word revives my soul. There's the action verb. He says that his words will revive and bring new life to my soul. Like, wow. So I'll write that down in my journal. But if we want to go the Mr. Rogers route too and go, well, what's the, the linking verb? We can go, the instructions of the Lord are, what are they? Perfect. And I'm like, ooh, that's a word that is telling me more about the character of God. So sometimes those linking verbs, the helping verbs, are telling us about God's character, but the action verb is telling me what he does because of his character. 
He's so perfect. He can revive my soul. And the next part says, the decrees of the Lord are trustworthy. So there it is, are trustworthy. That's telling me about his character again. But what's the action? He makes wise the simple. That means he takes wisdom and he breaks it down in bite-sized pieces for me, the simpleton, so I can understand them, digest them, and become wise. So it's so easy to just read through passages in the Bible and be like, yeah, okay, I've heard this before, or yeah, okay, this doesn't really make any sense. But if you were to look through my Bible that I've had for a bunch of years now that I so love, um, there are very often like verbs that are just underlined with my little red color pencil. I always use colored pencils because highlighters, I just don't like them. But I'll highlight the action and then I'll write them in my journal. But then I take it a step further and go, what action then is required of me? What is this thing I'm supposed to be doing in all of this? Because God always takes the initiative towards us, but I have to respond to that. He doesn't make me. And so if I look at this same bit of scripture, it doesn't say specifically, and you should blah, blah, blah. So I have to look at what's implied. If it says the instructions of the Lord are perfect, reviving the soul, that tells me, oh, well, duh, I'm supposed to read and think about and digest his instructions. And I write that down in my journal and then I think about that. How am I doing that? How much am I doing that? How often am I doing that? What else am I feeding my head and my soul that definitely isn't reviving me and bringing me life? I need to cut that out and add more of his word. And not just people talking about it, although that's good too, but just straight up the word. The word, the word, the word. If you learn nothing or remember nothing from this podcast except would you stink and read the Bible? That is what I want us to know. Last week in Kids Church, we are finishing up the armor of the Lord, and we talked about the sword of the Spirit. And I kept praying, Lord, if there's one thing I can leave with the kids in the time, months, and years that I teach, I want it to be that they love your word, because that will get them through life. That will bring them to salvation. That will bring them a reviving of their soul. It'll give them what they need for life and godliness. 2 Peter 1, 3. So this is just super simple. But when you're reading the Bible, pause, go back, look through the verses, look for the helpers, like Mr. Rogers says, but also look for the action. And it's funny, in my journal, um, on Valentine's Day, I... I read a bunch of stuff and I put, and it was about love and I put love as a verb. And then of course I had that DC talk or Toby Mac song in my head about love as a verb, but I'm like going everything, every action that God takes towards me, every action verb is love. And I want my actions and my responses to be love. So thank you, Mr. Rogers. Thank you, Toby Mac. But most of all, thank you. Lord Jesus, for your word and for the action you take of love towards us 
And I want to show my love to you in action. And that is just a little piece of my heart.